Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Thursday, January the 20th, 2022. I am Joe Saravati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here to discuss a three-game NBA main slate that starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern tonight. So we have that extra half an hour that always helps with news and everything else going on. So we're excited about that. Uh, we had uh, a tough ejection of Butler yesterday. That didn't make us happy for the main slate, but we did bounce back for a really solid, almost 400 burger. Uh, well, with Joker having almost a 90 burger. So uh, that was the after hour slate that really uh, did well for us on FanDuel. So we're hoping to keep that momentum going. If we could just keep no one getting injured and no one getting ejected. <clears throat> we're going to be on the right track. So that is the plan today. We know variance is now on our side. We're, we're expecting to go on a super hot run here. So if you'd like to join us, go to dfscoachtalk.com. You can join for as little as three days for 10 bucks. Uh, great time to get involved. We have PGA all uh, this weekend with uh, the uh, American Express tournament, a really good tournament in California. And then, of course, NFL football Saturday and Sunday playoffs uh, will be providing for those. And we'll also have a podcast going up. And then, of course, a busy NBA. So great time to get involved. Love to have you. If you're watching right now on YouTube, quick thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. Give us a comment. We'd really, really appreciate it. All right, let's get right into this slate. Uh, definitely some news to talk about today as well. All right, uh, let's see. The Thursday, January 20th slate. First game is 7.30. There's actually two at 7.30 and then the late night uh, sweat game at 10 o'clock all by itself. Uh, the Phoenix Suns and the Dallas Mavericks. Phoenix is minus two and a half at Dallas. So pretty tight spread there. Dallas has won 10 of their last 11. And we know Phoenix just wins. That's all they do. Uh, and the total's just 216 and a half, but guess what? That's the, the biggest total on the board. We've got a 216 and a half, a 211, and a 215 and a half. So no advantage at all in the totals today. It's just let's find the guys that are going to produce and just get it done. We don't have to favor one side or the other. It is a second night of a back-to-back -back for Dallas, however, so definitely not conducive. Uh, to a big, big minutes for the, the studs there from the Mavs. Um, as far as the implied total, we have 109.5 for Phoenix, uh, 107 for the Dallas Mavericks. Phoenix comes in at 34-9, and nine, Dallas 26-19. and 19. As far as guys out for Phoenix, we know Aiton, Kaminsky, Nader, and Saric are out. And then for Dallas, a part-time uh, player in the rotation, Sterling Brown, is questionable. Everybody else is good to go uh, here for the Mavericks. Statistically speaking, pace-wise, Phoenix is ninth. So as most games are, it's a, a nice pace-up game for Dallas. Dallas, second slowest team in the league at 29th. So pace down for Phoenix. Plus, Dallas has the number one rated defense over the last two months. So, you know, a definite battle of wills here. Great defense on both sides. Um, 
not exactly a, a big scoring game, but it is the biggest of the three, barely, but it is pretty bizarre. Uh, Defensive-wise, yeah, doesn't get much better than that. Phoenix second and Dallas fourth. So you do have two really strong uh, teams here as far as what they're looking at on the defensive side. It makes it tough because you have some of these guys uh, priced up. Uh, Paul at 7.5 is fair uh, at that mid-range price. Booker's at 8.3. And after that, it's just, you know, all kinds of value for, for Phoenix. How about uh, Mikhail Bridges is still sub 5K at 4.8. Crowder, 4.4. And McGee, 4. So, you know, I you know me, I like to go against uh, bigs against Dallas. McGee's the kind of active big uh, that I'll be dialing up for sure. So McGee's my first uh, real strong uh, favorite play, and I like the fact that it saves uh, some big bucks uh, so you can buy up. And then coming off the bench, <clears throat> you can consider Cam Johnson at 4-6. Uh, looks like Bismack Biombo's probably going to back up McGee, uh, and he's four flat. Um, that's really about it for the Suns. You certainly can get some really good value there. On the Dallas side, Luca, big, uh, you know, big game last night, 41 real points. Uh, he scored uh, my man Dirk over here. He scored your number, buddy, 41. So you got to love uh, the way Luca's playing. But Phoenix defense, uh, Chris Paul, Mikhail Bridges will probably start on him. Uh, not, not as fond of the 10-4 number on Luca, and it's a back-to-back. -back. So. Not that I don't think he's going to play well, and he's definitely playing better. But, you know, over his last 10 games, this is the problem. He's shooting 16% from three. So granted, he's still getting the numbers, still getting it done. Uh, but, you know, 16% from three against a really good defensive team on a back-to-back, -back, I think I'm going to spend up elsewhere. But, uh, you know, we'll see how he does. Jalen Brunson getting a little more realistic at 6'5". He had jumped up above and in into the sevens. Dorian Finney-Smith, you know, is going to get big minutes at 4'6". Uh, he's a, a possibility. Um, Kleba, who had a, a really bad game yesterday at 3'9", can sneak in if he can uh, pop some threes. Porzingis, a fair price now at 7'6". He's mid-level pricing. Back-to-back, -back, how much is he going to play? You know, that's the question. I think he gets enough minutes, though, to pay off that 7-6. Off the bench, you've got some options with, with uh, Hardaway and Powell, uh, and they haven't really completely decided uh, that starting lineup for sure. You're getting rotational minutes from Green and Bullock as well. So they are going a little bit deeper. It's not a great game as far as, uh, you know, loading up, but... I hate to say it, but I think uh, Chris Stapps is not a bad play. And certainly McGee with the other uh, two value plays in Bridges and Crowder really does open up the salary for the other two games. All right. The other 730 game, it's the New Orleans Pelicans against the New York Knicks. Knicks favored by four. It's a 211 total. Uh, not a great total. 103 and a half for the Pelicans, 107 and a half for the Knicks. Pelicans come in 16 and 28. Knicks have fallen below 500 again at 22 and 23. 
You have a questionable tag on Devontae Graham, which is an important piece of information we need to know. My buddy Cheeseburgers Williamson remains out for the Knicks. Archie Diacono is signed another 10-day contract, but he's out. Nerlens Noel, Cam Reddish, Derek Rose all out. Looking forward to see Reddish suited up with uh, the Knicks. So I'm not sure how long he's going to be out, but uh, we need to get him back in there. Statistically, you've got the Pelicans 21st in pace and the Knicks dead last 30th. So that doesn't help matters. But the fact that the Pelicans have a bottom five defense, they're 26th, and the Knicks are uh, presently 13th. So they've just slightly got above uh, the halfway mark there. So a little, little bit tougher for the Pels. And it's in New York, New York's ornery. They just lost the last game uh, by a bucket. So uh, this should be an interesting one. Knicks only four-point favorites here. So we'll see how this rolls out. Uh, we'll start on the on the Pelican side. You know, let's see if Grant play, Graham plays or not. If he's out, more than likely Nikhil Alexander-Walker at 3-6 would jump in there. He'd instantly become a really nice value play. And if you notice, there's a lots of value here. So for a three-game slate to have, uh, you know, three, four players only in game two here and we're at value, uh, we're going to be able to buy up for some of the big dogs. So, you know, the Currys and the um, Doncic's, you know, they're in play. You know, they, they definitely are, uh, or Booker's, that kind of thing. Uh, it's going to be a fun slate to build, and you're going to have a couple different opportunities to look at it. Um, after that, Brandon Ingram at 8K, he's another one that could make uh, make the cut being the fact that, you know, we'll have some extra salary, hopefully. Josh Hart's been steady at 6-3. Herb Jones, maybe not on a slate like this, but he's been uh, throwing up some solid numbers and he gets big minutes. Uh, he's 4-4, but I think he's going to have his hands full uh, trying to guard Julius Randle, may get in some foul trouble, so probably not going to go to that value play. Joe Val possibly at 7-7. Um, again, you know, uh, on the other side, Mitch Robinson at 5-2. Joe Val's definitely the kind of guy to draw fouls, but he also commits fouls. So Joe Val versus Robinson, that sounds like a panic when they're either one of them has the ball in the post that the other guy's going to foul. So I doubt I'm going to go to either spot just because of, of that potential uh, issue there. And really on a three-game slate, you can't afford a guy in foul trouble just playing 20 minutes or whatever. So, um, you know, more interested to see if Ingram Hart uh, could be the guys or if uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker gets the start if Graham sits. On the Knicks side, Kemba's a possibility at 6-1. Uh, he shot the ball decently in the clutch uh, the other day. Fournier, boomer bust. If he's hitting threes, he's good. If not, he's a bust. So, more GPP-ish, but 5-5 five, five is tempting. R.J. Barrett, who's played really good ball, uh, didn't have his best game the last time out, but certainly has played well in the last month. He's 7-2, so he's still in that mid-range where, where you can dial him up. Julius Randle had his best game in quite some time the last time out. He was really fired up, really getting it done. So I don't know if that's going to spark him to really step up and uh, take it to the next level. But I, I do respect Herb Jones' defense. He, he definitely can D it up. 
and he's backed up with Joe Val in the paint there to help out on Randall. So as of right now, Julius is not my favorite uh, buy-up player. And then the guys off the bench, you know, with Burks quickly topping, just too much of a risk uh, for cash games for sure. All right, the last game, 10 o'clock. It's weird with three games after 13 yesterday. But the 10 o'clock game sits alone late tonight. Indiana Pacers, Golden State Warriors. Golden State favored by a big 11 and a half. So we have that blowout fear again. And now that uh, the Pacers have lost Sabonis to a bad ankle, you know, it just keeps getting worse and worse for the Pacers. Definitely fear of a blowout. So you've got two strategies here, really, that that I think you have to make a, a decision on. I guess you could look at it as three, but... The first strategy being you you think the game stays close enough that Golden State's going to get full run and the Pacers as well, and then you use this game as normal, or you just not don't play the game at all as a possible or probable, I should say, blowout and just load up in the first two games and then hold on, uh, you know, if they're playing all subs a, a lot of the second half. Or I guess the third piece is if you want to cherry pick one guy or maybe two at the very most that are somewhat, you know, blowout proof, uh, then, you know, that may give you uh, the opportunity to do that. But that's really a decision you have to make going in because, you know, this game just reeks a blowout. The Pacers have been terrible. Um, you know, they're, they're not winning games and now they lose Sabonis. We know Turner's out for a while. So uh, it, it's going to be very interesting. They did get Malcolm Brogdon back yesterday. So, I, you know, we'll see if he's going to play uh, in this one. Um, <clears throat> it's, uh, the you know, both teams uh, are, are going to be uh, battling here. But it's, again, only a 215 and a half total. 102 implied for Indiana. 113 and a half for Golden State. Um, so it's, you know, not... Uh, a really good DFS game, let's just face it. But with three games, you know, beggars can't be choosers here. Indiana 16 and 29, Golden State 20 games over 500, 32 and 12. Sabonis is doubtful. He's not going to play. I've, I've got him out. McConnell, Turner, and Warren also out. We know Draymond's still sitting along with Porter and Wiseman. So how do we look at this game? First of all, Pace-wise, Indiana um, 27th, and we've got Golden State 12th. So a bit of a pace-up game for Indiana, but it definitely hurts Golden State that Indiana's going to play slow on top of possibly getting blown out. Pacers 22nd defense, so Golden State will take advantage of that in the time frame that that the the big guys are out there. And then we know Golden State is the top-rated defense in the league. They've been that uh, the entire season. So uh, Golden State also has a, a game tomorrow night. So if they can rest guys tonight, if the game gets to the blowout situation, they're going to do it. Kerr's not going to waste any minutes for these guys with a game being tomorrow. So how do we break this down? That's the million-dollar question here. Uh, Brogdon being back at 7-4, you know, how is he going to be with, you know, his second game uh, returning? Let's see how that goes because, you know, uh, he he laced them up last night. It's a back-to-back for them. They're on the second night, Golden State on the first. 
So how much is he going to play? I mean, I don't trust that whatsoever. Uh, who knows if he plays at all? If he does, you would think it'd be limited. Why stretch a guy out two games in a row after being out so long with an Achilles strain? So, uh, you know, not counting on that. If he does sit, then Karis LeVert jumps up a, a notch or two. And he's 7'9". So, again, you know, a little erratic. He's going to get probably Clay Thompson defense. And that doesn't help matters for LeVert. So not a lock by any stretch, but if Brogdon sits or is, is limited, Levert definitely steps up a bit. After that, good Lord, it's not pretty. I mean, right now it's looking, the group that's going to get minutes, it looks like it'll be for sure, will be Levert, Holiday, Craig, Batazzi, du Duarte, Lamb, Brissett, and maybe Stevenson. Who knows if Sykes or Washington get any minutes? If Brogdon sits, maybe Sykes jumps back in. It is a cluster, uh, and it's not pretty. What I will say is you're going to see a lot of Goga Batazzi played. He's 3.7. He's an obvious choice for a center position. I mean, I'm, I'm just – my strategy right now, double bigs on DraftKings and Yahoo with McGee and Batazzi. <clears throat> at 4K and 3.7, it basically lets you put in all the studs across the board. So that's that's where I'm looking to start out. The fact that Gog is going to be super chalky, that's fine with me. You know, sometimes you eat the chalk, it makes everything work. And he is, like I say, a good points per minute guy. So he can get you there uh, as part of the right, you know, stack of some of the big, uh, big price guys. After that, I don't know. If you really trust anybody else with the, the rotation there, we need to see who's starting um, and, and how it's going to go from there. But it's it's definitely, uh, you know, iffy. On the Golden State side, it's very simple. Are they going to blow them out, sit some guys, and rest them for tomorrow night? Curry's 10-5. You can certainly pay up for him, and he certainly can score, you know, 25, 30 points in, a, in the first half. Uh, we saw if Mo Bamba can do it, Anybody could do it in the first half. Good Lord. Um, Clay Thompson's only 5'3", but again, how much are the minutes going to be there? Same with Wiggins at 6'6". Six, six. I guess the guy that, that gets the, the check mark for me is Kaminga. He's only 4'3". He's playing better. You would think if anybody in that group is going to get extra minutes if the game starts blowing out, that it would be Kaminga. And if he does, if he's one of the first options on the floor there, in the second half, that could be a fantastic play. But it's value city, man. We've got so much value. We have better value plays than we do buy-ups. It's a really weird three-game slate. Uh, I'm probably, for the first time this year, uh, going to leave like a good chunk on the board, five, six hundred bucks maybe uh, in salary because, you know, I just think that it fits. And if you try to just force in the highest-priced guy in every spot, you know, you, you definitely get stung. That doesn't usually work. So we'll see how that goes. Other than that, you know, I'm not interested in Looney with the other value at center. Uh, certainly Jordan Poole could get some extra run where, where he's chucking and ducking if it's a, a little bit more of a, a lead. And Gary Payton, the second and 3-9. I'm not sure I trust any extra minutes for him because, you know, he's coming off an injury and they play again tomorrow. So I'm going to avoid him. Uh, at all costs. So that is it, my friends. Very, very interesting slate.
You have some great uh, cheap plays that should play big minutes. And uh, if you buy up for the mid-level and higher price guys that are uh, really uh, the, the right guys to hit on, uh, you know, it might be a, a game where you can get Luca uh, in there, you know, the more I look at how many value plays uh, are there. But, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be uh, a set stars and scrubs strategy, but I don't, I don't know if you can avoid it today because the scrubs are such good value. So it should be fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to this slate. Normally I like the bigger slates, but uh, the bottom line is this one I think is really going to be fun just because of the way uh, things uh, lay out. Now, tomorrow night, uh, definitely a fun Friday slate. We've got eight, 10, 11 big games tomorrow. So that's back in my wheelhouse. I'm fired up for that. And I'll certainly uh, be back to do the podcast tomorrow for that one and uh, definitely get after it again. So if you're watching on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up, quick subscribe, give us a comment. If it's any of our audio podcasts, just give us that five stars and a quick comment. And then you get into our drawing that we have for a full one-week membership uh, to Coach Talk that we uh, pick at the end of the month. And to qualify, all you have to do is uh, comment and put a uh, five-star. So we appreciate you. Uh, enjoyed uh, the time spent today. And certainly we'll be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA DFS. <laughs>